Festival of Blood Radio. Oh, yeah. Keep your pants on. It's May 27th, 2010. Yeah, it's another Festival of Blood Radio. So what's going on, folks? It's great to have you back. Uh, wow, been a while. As you, you know, I, I, it's to the point now where I, I, I can't even promise a weekly show. If you haven't figured that out, well, shame on you. But you know, I'll get the show out whenever I can. I will try to get it out weekly. I promise you a couple of times a month. So I guess that means bi-weekly. I, I guess that's what I can promise. But yeah, life's life's crazy. But I love doing the show. You know, I know a lot of people uh, do podcasts. They start them, they do them for six months, they do them for 12 months, and uh, then they just kind of die. But I love doing mine, and I'm always here for you. And even even when I'm not doing the show, I'm thinking about content for the show. So as always, I want to take the time to thank you for stopping by the site, clicking on the link, and listening to me talking about what's what. Hopefully you subscribe on iTunes. If you do, God bless you. It's great to have you. That way, you know, you get the show when it comes out. Who cares when it comes out? You get it automatically if you get it via iTunes. Uh, if you want to send me email, you can do so um, the, the normal way by sending your uh, email to the host at festivalofblood.com. And, uh, yeah, we love the email. So if you're new to the show or if you've been listening for a long time, you got something to say, you have a hint or a tip. Yeah, a tip. I love tips. Uh, send it to the host at festivalofblood.com. And, of course, to find out more about the show, yeah, visit the official website. It's at www.festivalofblood.com. Got lots of eye candy there for you. We're going to be getting a wallpaper of the month up uh, real soon. So what have I been doing? Uh, it's been uh, been crazy. For those of you that have been uh, watching festivalofblood.com, you already know a little bit about what I've been doing. But I've been doing some other things, too. Been enjoying uh, Red Faction Gorilla on the PC. This is a game I picked it up. I think it was on uh, Impulse. Yes. You can pick this game up for dirt cheap. It's like 20 bucks, And it's one of those games that's really good, but it just kind of got lost, I think, a little bit uh, in the... Uh, the mix of other great games that are out there. But uh, Red Faction's a great game. I think the thing that drew me to it was that the destructible environments in this game, you know, the original Red Faction was one of the first games that said, hey, we're going to create a world where when you blow things up, they actually, you know, blow up, they get destroyed, and the environment plays a big role in the game. And uh, they've really taken it to the next level. A lot of people look at games like Battlefield Bad Company, especially uh, the latest version, Battlefield Bad Company 2, and they say, wow, destructible environment's so cool. But really, really, Red Faction pioneered that in a lot of different ways. And uh, Red Faction Guerrilla kind of takes it to the next level. So this is a game, I've seen it in stores for the Xbox 360 for 20 bucks, uh, which means you can also probably pick it up for the uh, PlayStation 3 for 20 bucks, and it's certainly available on the PC uh, for 20 bucks. And uh, that's where I'm playing it, over on the PC. And 
what what an amazing game and and, you know, and I've always said that that uh, well you know part of the reason I bought the game was that it is an Xbox Live for Windows game so you know I can pick up my achievements on the Xbox 360 by playing this game you know on the PC so uh, I'm playing it there I'm enjoying it it's great the new PC which I talked about a lot on last week's show really runs the game great so uh, I've been enjoying that one. It is a first-person shooter. It's kind of a sandbox game in that uh, what you do next isn't determined by the storyline. Uh, you can do things in the game like uh, do missions for the inhabitants of Mars, which will increase the likelihood that they'll join in with you in battle. You know, if the civilians think that uh, your underground little terrorist group is uh, doing a good job, they'll join you in battle. And uh, you, you kind of unlock that ability as you as you go through the game. But the destructible environments really are first rate to the point where you completely bring down entire buildings. Uh, but very, very much an open world game like a Grand Theft Auto or, you know, something like that. So if you enjoy an open world game, if you like a shooter, if you like if you like just a good game with a lot of destruction, this one, eh, Red Faction, might be just for you. Check it out. 20 bucks. Are you a complete freak of nature? Then you're in the right place. You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio, proud member of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com So what have I really been doing? Like I said, if you're checking out FestivalBlood.com, you already know because I've posted like, I don't know, four, five, six, seven, I don't know, screenshots of uh, playing Star Trek Online, loving this game. You know, it came out, I think, in February, late February maybe, and I, I didn't pick it up mainly because, well, I was, eh, was kind of worried about it. You know, I wasn't, I'm a big Star Trek fan. You know, I, I'm the guy that's got uh, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, uh, Voyager, all that stuff all on DVD. Love it. Huge Star Trek fan. You know, I'm sitting here on my desk. I've got like the Enterprise model sitting next to me. Anyway, love Star Trek, but I, I know I was one of the people that didn't like pick this thing up because I, I wasn't really sure was it going to be Star Trek. You know, after after Star Wars Galaxies, wasn't really sure the licensed kind of deep world kind of uh, game MMO could be really pulled off and they really did a fantastic job and hopefully you can see from the quality of the screenshots those aren't those aren't like screenshots I picked off of some other website those are taken off of my PC and really I got to tell you really loving this game uh, it's a game I'll probably be playing for some time. You know, I, I told someone at work, I said, yeah, I made the mistake of picking up Star Trek Online. And by mistake, I meant, well, probably won't be playing a lot of other games, you know, in the near future because I'm, I'm playing Star Trek Online. So, uh, yeah, really, really enjoying it. It, uh, it, it you know, the, the, the first thing that hit me when I played this was that, gosh, if, if you, if you are new to an MMORPG, God bless you because, you know, even as I started out the game and I was going through some of the introductory zones, doing some of the introductory combat, I came across some guy, for example, where we had to beat up on some Klingons on our ships. And he said to me, you know, he chatted to me because the game uses open instances, which is much like what you saw in a Warhammer Online where you'll go into certain areas in the world. And if there's uh, a lot of enemies to defeat, if someone else shows up in their start ship, they simply join you in the battle, and uh, so it's kind of like group automatic questing, I guess I should say. But uh, yeah, yeah. When you, he said, you know, hey, on that Klingon ship we see ahead, I need you to hit it with full DPS. 
And and I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, if I was new and I didn't know what DPS was, I, I I'd be completely lost. And it's gotten to the point with the popularity of World of Warcraft and a lot of MMOs that if you've never played one, even when you're just getting started in a new one, you're going to be completely lost by all the lingo. But anyway, really good community, by the way. Uh, you know, you don't you don't run into a lot of dorks. Uh, maybe that's because I got into the game a little bit late and all the dorks have left, but the community is actually very good. Uh, you don't see a lot of people driving around in starships like the USS Dumbass or the USS Badass. You know, you see a lot of neat names like uh, the USS Armstrong or the USS uh, you know, Sierra. And you, you see a lot of neat ships and you see a lot of neat things there. So really, really neat community behind the game. Uh, it's almost, in a lot of ways, two MMORPGs in one. Because you have your character, which is what a lot of people would expect from an MMORPG, and that you have, you know, your your, your avatar where you uh, go on missions and you have phasers and you have different abilities you can use. Now I'm playing a science officer, uh, which is kind of I don't know for those that don't play Star Trek Online, it's kind of like the the paladin, uh, I guess. Uh, you know, I can do some DPS. Uh, I can do also some healing abilities. I can do some... You know, I've got this really neat thing I'm using right now where I can decimate with my tricorder using a tachyon pulse. I can decimate the shields, the personal shields of uh, various enemies that I come across. So uh, I'm playing that, and, and I'm enjoying it. You know, the, the neat thing about this game, unlike a lot of other MMORPGs, is that it doesn't lock you down. You know, going back to the uh, the World of Warcraft reference, so, you know, if you're playing a paladin, you're kind of locked into a certain role. You're kind of locked into what you're going to do. You know, if you play a cleric, you're going to be the healer. You're not going to do much else. Well, in this game, based on the kit that you take with you on an away mission, uh, if you're a science officer, you might be a healer, which I have not been doing a lot of lately. I've, Like I said, I've been, been mainly being a DPSer because I, I take my kit with me that has the uh, ability to use that uh, tachyon pulse I was talking about. So, yeah, you, you can, even though you pick a science officer, it doesn't necessarily mean that, well, I'm going to be a medical officer. Although, as you go down the skill tree, uh, you know, you, you do get stronger in one area over another. Uh, so it's really neat to see that the game does allow you to play in a, in a certain style, but also be very flexible with that style. You know, another unique thing about this game, which is actually exactly the way the pen and paper uh, version of Star Trek ran, was that it doesn't use levels. So it's not like you say, well, I'm a level, you know, nine science officer. It's, it's, it's a skill-based game. So as you play the game, you get skill points, and you use those skill points that you spend on abilities or to increase the power of abilities you've already purchased into, and that makes your character more powerful. But you don't necessarily say that I'm a certain level, although you do get ranks. When you start out, you start out as an ensign, and you move to a lieutenant. And right now, for example, I'm a lieutenant commander. And uh, as you go to those new ranks, you get new abilities. The really cool thing is, is each time you get a new rank, you get to pick and design a new starship. And if uh, you check out festivalblood.com right now, you'll see that I am sporting the uh, USS Beckinsale, which is a very Voyager-like uh, starship. It is a science vessel, so it does uh, have some. It doesn't have the greatest firepower, but like I said, I have a pretty awesome deflector dish. You know what I'm saying, ladies. So uh, really, really good stuff there. So really, two MMORPGs in one because you do have your uh, you do have your avatar. 
but you also have your starship, which is very unique in and of itself, in that you, uh, as you level, it gets new abilities. As you do space combat, you get drops for things like stronger phasers, stronger torpedoes, uh, different types of weapons, better shields, better deflector dishes, uh, so on and so forth. So uh, as you play the game, you do level up or skill up your starship, which is also very cool. So in a way, it's two games in one. Um, the other really great feature of this game is that uh, just like in the traditional Star Trek, you don't do the missions by yourself. You can do them with other players in the game. But if you uh, don't choose to do so, or if there are not other players currently on the planet where you're at doing a quest that uses an open instance, you take bridge officers from your ship, uh, which are AI-controlled. So though I'm playing a science officer, I always take with me, for example, a, a tactical officer and at least one engineer, which they too level up with you and you can assign them abilities. So really neat stuff. Rather than get all into it, because I could, I could puke into the microphone forever. And I just might. Be sure to check out the really cool demo that they have over on Cryptic. If you want to check it out, it's over on Cryptic's uh, website for the game, which is www.startrekonline.com. And from there, you can download the demo. And unlike a lot of other MMORPGs that are out there, this demo doesn't limit you to like playing for an hour and then supposedly knowing what the game's all about. You can play the game pretty much unlimited, although it limits how high you can rank and where you can go. But at least you get to try out all the different classes. Uh, and if you choose to continue playing the game, well, you just get to pick up the characters that you already started right where you left them off. Champions Online, which is another cryptic game, also has this really nifty, unique demo uh, feature. I know that the uh, good folks that uh, put out Warhammer Online also have this, where you can play the game as much as you want. You just can't go beyond level 10. Really, really the best methodology that uh, developers should be using to uh, pimp their MMORPGs out there to the good folks. So, really good game. If, if you haven't bought in yet, based on what I've said, and, and maybe you're not a Star Trek fan, at least try out the demo and certainly check out the really cool screenshots. I plan to post some more. I know some of you are like, God, he's like puking all over the website with these screenshots. Well, you know, I love the game. I'm enjoying it, and I want to get others involved. So be sure to check out Star Trek Online over at www.startrekonline.com. So uh, the last couple of songs we've been playing are from Christina Aguilera, mainly because, well, because besides the fact that, you know, oh, besides the fact that you, you know what I'm saying, gentlemen, you know, so, yeah, anyway, okay, so we'll get, get back to that. So, you know, I was watching American Idol, which uh, Big Rats goes out to... To Lee that won that because well deserved. Anyway, watching American Idol and uh, yeah, I had Christina Aguilera on and I'm like, God, I think I'll do like, I can tell you already that the uh, late wallpaper of the month for May. You know, we did a bonus wallpaper because we didn't do one in April. We'll get one out for May. If you dig Christina Aguilera, yeah, it'll be the wallpaper of the month. Yeah, I'll do like three of them because I'm a freak. 
Yeah, so what else have I been doing? Uh, what else we got here? Uh, got some interesting news for those of you that are using the Xbox 360. Finally, uh, a really great game comes out on Xbox Live Originals, or not Originals, but, you know, well, Xbox 360 Originals, I guess. These are games that uh, are available on the Xbox Live Marketplace that are Xbox 360, the full game that they release for uh, download via the Xbox Live service. And uh, well, there's there's a gem on there. This is a game that was completely decimated, uh, not only, I think, from sales, but some of the reviews weren't really good, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. It's Too Human from Silicon Knights. This is the game that uh, Silicon Knights actually took, and I don't, I don't know where this ever went, but they took Epic Games, which makes the Unreal Engine to court, basically saying that, hey, you sold us this engine, saying that it could do all this amazing stuff, and it doesn't, so we're suing you. And uh, Microsoft was the first-party publisher of this game, and it was originally supposed to be a trilogy. Uh, Two Human was supposed to be the first game of three in a series. And, uh, yeah, this will be the only one, just because the, uh, the, the, the retail sales weren't so hot. But this is a game that I completely, personally enjoyed very much. You can pick it up for very cheap. Right now, well, you can probably find it for like 20 bucks at GameStop at this point, but really, really good game. You know, if you're a Diablo kind of loot whore kind of gamer, you like to pick up a lot of cool loot, you like to collect sets, you like to power up your character, and you like a lot of uh, just hack and slash death. Two Human is definitely for you. Really good game. Uh, be sure to check it out again. You can pick it up over on the Xbox 360 Originals uh, section of the Xbox Live Marketplace. Really enjoy it. Hey, speaking of great old classics, Doom 2 is now out on the Xbox 360. Uh, done, of course, very well. The original Doom was released about a year ago. And uh, Doom 2 is now out, waiting for Quake, which was announced uh, that we will see Quake on Xbox Live Arcade. Really looking forward to that. Uh, this game controls very well with the Xbox 360 controller. This goes back to when first-person shooters, you didn't have to look up or down. You just kind of needed to go in the right direction and shoot. And uh, that is supported extremely well with a controller. So even if you're, you know, hey, I don't enjoy my first-person shooters with a controller, well, you can't go wrong with this one. So be sure to check that out. Really digging it. You can pick it up for 800 Microsoft points. It's got uh, every feature from the original plus uh, slightly enhanced graphics uh, for the big screen TV if you enjoy it that way. So be sure to check it out. you got some deathmatch action. you got the double shotgun. Yeah, the original Doom only had like a single-barreled shotgun. What were they thinking? Well, you can get the double-barreled shotgun in Doom 2. So be sure to check it out. It's 800 Microsoft points. And uh, yeah, I can tell you it's all good. It's It's all good. Hey, speaking of MMORPGs, for those of you that are joining Aeon Online, that's yeah, that's Aeon, A-I-O-N. Yeah, you don't know what it is because you're probably not playing it because, well, they're having server merges. This is a game that I played during the uh, open beta period and uh, thought it was really good. The problem is, well, it's it's not Star Trek Online. It's, it's a World of Warcraft-style clone game. And let's face it, they're the big kid on the block. And if you're coming out with a high fantasy MMORPG... You need to be outstanding because there's like 11 and a half million people playing World of Warcraft. You have to be freaking amazing. And yeah, it's good. If there were no World of Warcraft, it'd be an outstanding game. But no one's playing it because it doesn't offer a unique environment much like Star Trek Online does. So uh, anyway, now that I've pimped Star Trek Online, uh, yeah, they're having server merges. Server merges for MMORPGs are never good. This basically says, 
Well, when we launched our game, we had so many servers, and there's so few people playing that yeah, you can't really get a you can't get a good community. You can't find people to play with. You can't start strong guilds. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the number of servers that we have and shrink them down. Well, they've announced that that's coming, so this does not bode well for Aeon Online. So uh, if you're playing that one, yeah, uh, start to weep. You know, for me, I, you know, I, I think I said uh, uh, many times on this show, I really enjoyed the original Ashron's Call. Was one of the people that was actually playing Ashron's Call too, and uh, when it started to have server merges, well, yeah, it, the game, the game completely went away. It's not running anymore. So. Yeah, doesn't bode well. Hey there, stranger! Did you know that since our last visitor, I have analyzed over 4 billion, 7 million, and 240,000 fine grains of sand? Now this one, they get to all of you, them all girls, office and nice things to them girls. Trees are like diamonds and birds. They get to all the girls around the world. This is Raven and Shaggy with a combination with your this. Flip this one for your musical disc. Yeah, so what am I going to do when I get done cutting the show? Well, I guess I'm going to play Star Trek Online. So, yeah, really enjoying that game. But, you know, by the way, the neat thing, the, the other groundbreaking thing about Star Trek Online is, well, it's not very grindy. Because the game chops up its quests into things called episodes, which, uh, yeah, they play out. They sometimes span multiple planets, multiple star systems, multiple battles in your ship. And, uh, you know, you complete the episode which is uh, essentially a little miniature quest line. And, uh, yeah, you get all kinds of good stuff. It's all good. So now, the game's also, you know, it's not like in a uh, fantasy MMORPG where you're like, well, you know what, I just, I just want to level up, so I'm going to go over here and, like, massacre. I'm going to commit mass genocide on these orcs or these kobolds or, you know, whatever. Yeah, you can't really do that. You can, you can explore something called sector space where you, you fly around and you come across unknown star systems and it kind of generates a uh, on-the-fly quest for you to do. Yeah, and you can grind those out, but the neat thing is is that it's, it's, kinda, it's not like grinding because each one has its own purpose. You know, you'll land somewhere and they'll say, hey, we, hey, we have this problem, we need your help, or oh my gosh, uh, this one star system you just came across, there's, there's Klingons here, and there's a, there's a Federation listening post that uh, stopped working some time ago, and they're probably the cause. Take them out. Yeah, so you're just not killing for the sake of killing. Very, very good game. I, I, I know I'm puking into the mic over it. And I guess we'll just name this show Star Trek Online. But, uh, yeah, we won't talk about it next week. Yeah, so I guess that's about it for this week's show. We're uh, over the 22 minutes. You know, I like to say that if you're a freak who likes to get your freak on, but you only get about 20 minutes to get your freak on, then Festival Blood Radio is for you because we break it down, we give you the reviews, we show you what's out there, and we do it in about 20 minutes. Well, in this case, maybe like 22 minutes and 40 seconds or something. Yeah. That's about all I got. We'll see you next time. As always, send an email to the host at festivalblood.com and check out the, the Christina Aguilera wallpaper soon to come on festivalblood.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. It's Festival Blood Radio. Thanks for giving me your love. All of this one big party when you're still young. And who's going to have your back when it's all done? It's all good when you live for your pure fun Can't be a fool, son, what about the long run? Yeah. Looking back, shawty, always a mention Say me not giving her much Yeah, the funny thing is, I don't even like blondes Because the best hair color is black Yeah, we posted up that uh, 
Kelly Monaco wallpaper, and that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Christina Aguilera is like a china doll. She's just like this thing that should be like in a glass case. And you're thinking, well, if I ever saw her without makeup, she would look awful. But the thing is, I've seen like pictures of her like doing charity work in Africa where she's like not wearing anything that's like uh, makeup wise, and she's still like hot. Rather than start a new song, we'll just kind of rewind this one. Yeah, what do you think of that? Pretty sweet, huh? You gotta have the background music while you're doing this. That's all I got. Yeah, I guess I guess the point is, since the music's gonna run out again in like a second, Christina Aguilera's kinda hot. See you next time, Festival Water Radio.